WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham vk 4 B. This is the WIA National News for week commencing Feb 27, and it's originating from VK. Yes, we must be about the only media outlet not in ZL. Right, let's get down to the news. And we will have news from New Zealand later on, but it will be purely amateur radio news. Jeff Johnson, VK4XJJ, with the Gympie Radio Club supporting, is set to walk across Australia from Cape Byron to Steep Point, West Australia, operating his FT817. Jeff's walk to, for net, steps off 24th of April and is expected to last some 162 days. Catch up with Jeff every evening, 7045, 17.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Rail crossing safety with the help of RF. New technology by La Trobe University to have cars and trains talking to each other could save an average of 37 lives every year and an estimated $100 million by eliminating rail crossing collisions, especially in rural and regional Australia. A $4 million project by the University's Centre for Technology Infusion, in partnership with the Australian Automotive Cooperative Research Centre, the Victorian Department of Transport and Queensland University of Technology, intends to have technology up and running in three years. It involves dedicated mobile phone-style wireless networks running in the 5.9 gig band. Coast Guard Noosa is facing a potential communication setback with one of the most vital cogs in their system in short supply. The call has gone out for trainee volunteer radio operators as the flotilla is under continued pressure to maintain the 24-7 safety net for boaties. Radio operators play a vital role as the first line of defence for boaties in trouble, ready to instantly activate rescue crews when distress calls are received, but it would seem that no radio operators are available on the Sunshine Coast. It's a gem, mate. A spokesperson for the Australian Government's Digital Switchover Task Force has confirmed television transmission infrastructure in Queensland was not significantly affected by Cyclone Yassi and recent flooding in the area. The region is still expected to be switched over entirely to digital TV from the long-running analogue service sometime in the second half of this year, 2011. And more than 70% of Australians have embraced digital TV and a further 21% plan to get on board this year. A majority of householders now own devices such as digital set-top box, a TV with a built-in internet connection or a PVR. Interestingly, in a Roy Morgan research for the Herald Sun, retirees are least likely to own a time-shifting TV device such as a personal video recorder which allows viewers to record, pause and rewind live TV. In WIA News, results of nominations for director. Nominations for election as a director of the WIA were called for by notice published in December issue of AR Magazine. The four retiring members offered themselves for re-election. WIA returning officer Chris Chapman, VK3QB, has advised the board that no other nominations were received and in accordance with the election regulations, he's declared the retiring directors unopposed elected as directors of the WIA. Michael Owen, Peter Young, Ewan McLeod and Philip Adams. Around four or five weeks back, WIA National News put out a call to all of the advisory committees via the office secretary and the email addresses shown in AR magazine, asking they might tell you just who we is. We did get a written response from Tassie and, as those who are in VK4 heard last week, an audio report from the new QAC chairman. Greetings everyone, I'm Mike Charteris, VK4QS. 
the new chairman of the Queensland Advisory Committee for the Wireless Institute of Australia. My fellow QAC members include Mr Don Wolshevsky, VK4BY from Rockhampton, Mr Ken Fuller, VK4KF from Brisbane, and Dr Kevin Johnson, VK4UH, also of Brisbane. We look forward to serving you as best we can over the next three years. From VK4 to VK2 where it was soaring sorbent. The Tamworth Radio Club sponsored a successful launch of four large party balloons and these huge party balloons were pretty small compared to the balloon that's going to be used for Lockie 1, that balloon the Tamworth Club are going to launch a passenger into space with. Two of the balloons were tied together to carry a payload consisting of a small 10 milliwatt transmitter weighing just 5.2 grams with battery and some tricky temperature data was superimposed on the transmitted signal. The two other balloons that were released separately had several metres of lightweight toilet paper streaming below, so they were easily identifiable. Summerland and AGM results are in and show as President Ross VK2ARD, Vice President Rod VK2ELH and Secretary David Robinson VK2HFK. Commencing Monday, March 7, a training course for standard and advanced grades of exam assessments will be commenced at VK2WI Dural, the course conducted by Terry VK2UX. If you'd like more information, then contact the office and leave a message with your contact details. I'm going to give you that number now. 02-9651-1490. This course will operate each Monday evening, other than on public holidays, for several weeks. And listeners may know of friends who'd like to undertake such a course, so please pass on this information. In VK3, the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club, 16th of July, will conduct their annual ham fest at the Cranbourne Community Hall. Forty tables of goods will be presented at this large venue. For more details, contact Steve Harding, Victor Kilo 3, Echo Golf Delta. VK5 and the South Coast Amateur Radio Club will be holding its 2011 subsidised members' dinner March 20 at Fresh Choice Family Restaurant in Sturt, South Australia. Members are required to register numbers as bookings are essential for this event. If you're planning on attending, contact the Secretary of the South Coast Amateur Radio Club. The WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia. This is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Radio in your inbox. VK1 WIA. Now podcasting to the world. I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. Ahead of international news this week, news of a silent key. Founder of the South African Maritime Mobile Net, Alistair Campbell, ZS5MU, becomes Silent Key. The net operates each day of the week and provides weather reports from around the South African coast and high seas and maintains ham radio contact with boats off the coast of South Africa, Format Area 7, i.e. Brazil's east coast to Australia's west coast and up into the Mozambique Channel. Over the years, he had help from many other hams, without whom it would have been extremely difficult and at times impossible to run an efficient maritime net. He also liaised with other nets, particularly the Traveller's Net in VK. South Africa, in fact, the world, has lost one of its greatest radio amateurs, a man that gave many hours, actually more than 30 years, to the South African Maritime Mobile Net, rendering a valuable service, and ZS5MU will be sorely missed for many years to come. Canterbury Christchurch earthquake. 
quick to offer condolences to our friends in the NZART were the RSGB and IRTS. From the RSGB, Dear Roy, on waking this morning in the UK, we were all devastated to hear on the news details of the earthquake in Christchurch. May I offer on behalf of all UK radio amateurs and in particular the President, Board and members of the Radio Society of Great Britain our condolences to those radio amateurs who may have lost family and friends and support to those radio amateurs who may, as I write, be involved in the rescue operations. Our thoughts and prayers are with you all at this most difficult of times. Best 73, Peter Kirby, G0TWW, General Manager, Radio Society of Great Britain. From the IRTS, you are in our thoughts today following the earthquake in Christchurch and we know that your members will be working hard for the community. If we can be of any assistance, please let us know. Take care and pass our best wishes to all of your operators working at the front line. Paul EI2CA, President Irish Radio Transmitter Society, IARU, Member Society for Ireland. With more, back to Graham in New Central. Thanks, Jason. A small team of amateur radio operators are keeping the lines of communication open in earthquake hit areas of Christchurch. The head of the Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Team, Richard Smart, ZL4FZ, speaking on Radio New Zealand said 10 amateurs are using their two emergency broadcast vans to keep rescue teams and civil defence staff in touch. He says one is at a major welfare centre, providing portable communication so they can talk to civil defence. The other vehicle, assisting search and rescue teams in an area where communication is poor. ZL4FZ says amateur radio operators from around the country are volunteering to help out and others are sending updates on the disaster to families of people in Christchurch who are overseas. Former NZART Vice President Stuart Watchman, ZL2 Tango Whiskey, was attending a medical conference and was lucky to escape. He told how his hotel swayed and crumbled, managed to free himself and others only to find devastation outdoors and the adjoining building leaning threateningly close to collapse. Sort of ground zero in the CBD sits or sat the now shattered CTV building. Canterbury Television, an independently owned television station, some 20 staff, is both a production house and free-to-air broadcaster on UHF channels 44 and 53. CTV produced approximately 20 hours of locally based programming every week and showcased content from Deutsche Welle from Europe, CCTV 9 Asia, Al Jazeera the Middle East and Voice of America from the US. The Earthquake Disaster Bill of September 4 was put at $8 billion. Who can ever estimate how much this will cost? Christchurch and its surrounding areas account for 500,000 people, about half the population of the South Island of New Zealand. Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, is in the Shaky Isles. Arnie Corro, CO2KK, the International Amateur Radio Union Region 2 Area C Emergency Coordinator, has issued a note to hams in the Americas. Corro advises users of the 40 and 20 metre bands to be aware of possible earthquake emergency communications traffic taking place in and around the affected areas of New Zealand's South Island, where Christchurch is located. Coro continues that the propagation on 40 metres is more likely to cause problems to the New Zealanders from unintentional QRM coming from the Americas in the window that starts about two or three hours before sunrise and lasts until sunrise on this side of the path. A similar pattern with a slight time shift shows up on 20 metres as well. Also, Chairman IARU Region 3 Disaster Communications Committee, Jim Linton, VK3PC, suggests we check out the NZRT website under what and who is AREC. From Auckland, New Zealand, on the North Island, I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, reporting for VK1WIA. 
ARAC is the public service arm of the amateur radio in New Zealand. Many hams get involved in providing communications for search and rescue and civil defence at different levels. The Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Organisation, AREC, was formed by the New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters, NZART, in 1932, after the Napier earthquake, to train licensed amateur radio operators in providing reliable communications over the length of the country for any time of emergency. Full encouragement was given by the then New Zealand Post and Telegraph Department and they made available special station identifiers for emergency communications on the amateur radio allocated bands. It has become accepted among amateur radio operators that these unique e-calls have priority over all other users of the widely spaced amateur radio frequencies. US President to take part in FCC approved EAS test. The President of the United States will soon be taking part in a national test of the emergency alert system. The US Federal Government will conduct a national EAS test by transmitting a presidential alert from Washington, D.C. to television and radio broadcasters, cable systems and satellite service providers who will then deliver the alert to the American public. The national test will require EAS participants to be part of the exercise to receive and transmit a live code that includes a presidential alert message to their respective viewers and listeners. The FCC, FEMA and the Nation Weather Service in coordination with the EAS participants will work together to launch a nationwide public education and awareness campaign. This will include press statements, workshops, regional outreach and television and radio public service announcements. All will be targeted to consumers in general and more specifically to persons with disabilities and seniors, as well as first responders and state, local and tribal governments. The outreach will help ensure that the American public is aware that the national test will be conducted and the benefits of these kinds of public alerts in a real emergency. The FCC adds that the national test will also help determine the reliability of the emergency alert system and its effectiveness in notifying the public of emergencies and potential danger, both nationwide and regionally. In the Emerald Isles, Southeastern Amateur Radio Group and the Laughern Amateur Radio Club will ensure that Ireland again has its say in the 2011 International Geopark Communication Weekend on the 28th and 29th of May, with special stations likely EI2GEO again at the Copper Coast Geopark and likely GB2MAC again at the Marble Arch Caves International Geopark in Fermanagh, which straddles the border into Cavan. Geoparks are areas recognised by UNESCO to have exceptional geographical heritage. Across Europe, there are 42 in 16 countries that include two on the island of Ireland. As well as the scientific interest, geoparks are often major tourism attractions. Last year, visitors included scouts interested in radio and Echo India 2, George Echo Oscar, made many QSOs on various HF bands. This event, in its fourth year, was initiated by Martin Foster, Golf 3, Victor Oscar Foxtrot, and others with Golf Bravo 6, George Echo Oscar, on the English Riviera Geopark. Hopes for 2011 again are enjoyable amateur radio, involving a lot of club members in both Irish stations, North and South, and other geopark stations in Great Britain and mainland Europe. Amateur radio is an international educational and scientific culture, so it is entirely appropriate that we 
be involved with geoparks recognized as they are by UNESCO, the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization. For Victor Keeler 1, Whiskey India Alpha, National News, I'm Aidan, Echo India 7, Juliet Charlie. At 21.34 GMT on the 13th of February, Joe, VO1NA, managed a full beacon decode from Graham G0NBD on 502 kHz using the ROS mode. It's believed this was the first live data mode decoded over the Atlantic on this band. The signal-to-noise ranged from minus 23 to minus 27 decibels, giving a 100% decode of the, of the test message. The transmission was sent using MF7 with an estimated ERP of 1 watt from a 35-foot top-loaded vertical. ROS mode did a good job of resolving the signals despite deep and rapid QSB over the 3,500 kilometre path. At just over a year old, the ROS data mode is relatively new and uses an adaptation of multiple frequency shift keying and forward error correction to help make successful contacts under very difficult band conditions. The software for the mode is completely free and more information can be found at http two dots two dashes ross mode ross modem that's r o s m o d e m dot wordpress dot com i'm jeremy boot g four n j h here in nottingham and you're tuned to v k one w i a from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational News on Felix VK4FUQ. Special Events in Honor Contest Column, Dateline 2011. March 19 and 20, WIA John Moyle Field Day Weekend. April 23, ZL VK 2011 VK ZL Ritty Sprint 80 metres. April 30, Worldwide Mark Canada 2011 www.gb4imd.org.uk April 30, ZLVK 2011 VK ZL Ready Sprint 40 metres Alan Chandler, ZL2SKY from the Kiwi Digital Modes Group advises that the 2011 VK ZL Ready Sprint 80 metre leg takes place April 23, 1000 hours UTC The 2011 VK ZL Ready Sprint 40 metre leg takes place April 30, 1000 hours UTC Open to all licensed amateurs from the VKZL call districts. Please note the point system and format has changed for this year's contest. The updated rules are available at the KDMG website. The summer field days seem to go pretty well, however, only one entry was received in from VK6. Maybe they're all getting ready for this year's WIA major annual contest, the ID, which they seem to win hands down every year. Actually, the VK4s did really well, which was very good considering that the contest coincided with the Queensland floods. Fourth place in the multi was taken out by VK4, from the heart of Yasi country, Atherton, by VK4WIT, in grid QH22. The highest band work for the microwave challenge was VK2GG, nudging out VK4OE for the first place on 47 GHz. Then on 24 GHz, VK2GG is third, VK2EI is second, and first place VK4OE, Doug Friend. Special event stations, repeater, beacon, DXN, and advice. Rwanda de-expedition approved for credit. ARRL DXCC manager Bill Moore, NC1L, reports that the 9X0SP2010 de-expedition to Rwanda has been approved for DXCC credit. 
If you have cards that were recently rejected for this operation, please send an email to the ARRLDXCC desk. Once your record is updated, results will appear in the logbook of the World Accounts or in the live daily DXCC standings. G3RWF is active as 5X1NH from Fort Portal in Western Uganda until April the 14th. BK4RTL 6 meter beacon back on air. With mains power restored to the Tark Inc. repeater site at Mount Stewart, the way has been clear for the BK4RTL beacons to come back on the air. The 6 meter beacon brought back online during a site visit by Lord VK4FP. A temporary repair to the beacon turnstile antenna during his visits. BK4RTL 6 meters should now be able to be heard on 5282 kHz CW. Intruder watch enforcement zone. FCC sites company over sale of cell phone jammers. The FCC has issued an official citation to deadlydeal.com. This is based on allegations that between August 25, 2008 and January 16, 2010, the company offered for sale a cellular telephone jamming device called The Blocker. Deadly Deal was given 30 days to respond, either through a personal interview at the closest FCC office or by filing a written statement with the agency. Deutsche Welle has experienced jamming of its signals from the Hyperd 8 satellite. It is believed that the DW transmissions are being jammed by foreign signals, though the source of the signals cannot be confirmed. Deutsche Welle last experienced jamming in February 2010, which was believed to have emanated in Iran. Now turning to Media Watch, and here is Barry VK3PV. Inside Amateur Radio magazine for March. By now, you should have noticed the new appearance of the magazine, thanks to the input from Sergio Fontana, VK3SFG. Overall, the Publications Committee is happy with the new appearance. Of course, we would welcome any comments from readers. In the WIA comment, WIA President Michael Owen, VK3KI, discusses the success of introduction five years ago of the Foundation Licence, which is by far the preferred entry point into amateur radio, and it has lowered the age of licensees. By all counts, he believes the Foundation Licence has been successful and will continue to be so. In the spotlight on SWLing by Robin Harwood, VK7RH, comes news that the BBC is to axe languages and aims to reduce its audiences by 30 million. A plethora of interesting articles, including a simple antenna base for portable vertical antennas, presented by Graham Scott, VK2KE, How to Aim an Antenna Using the Internet and the Sun by Eric Heinzel, VK5HSE, an adaptable antenna for portable operations from Henrik Stenstrom, VK2HHS and Gmailing VK2JA Building an 80 metre SSB kit radio by Lyle Wyatt VK5WL and across the Tasman on 2.4 GHz with David Smith VK2HZ There are regular columns of Alara, AMSAT, Contests, DX News, VHF, UHF and Expanding World Amateur Radio Magazine is a WIA membership service and is also available at selected newsagents I'm Barry Robinson, VK3PV, and you're listening to VK1WIA. It is the WIA National News. This is Worldwide Special Interest Groups. And the final frontier. Don't forget the AMSAT VK unofficial HF net. It happens from November through to March at 0900 UTC on 7068. Northeast Primary School contact, a success. Tuesday evening, 22nd, students from the Preston Northeast Primary School in Victoria gathered for a very successful and memorable Aris contact. 
Astronaut Catherine Coleman, KC5ZTH, answered students' questions at this record attendance with over 500 students and parents attending the evening event. Hi, my name is Jodie and I would like to ask, is there any proof as to the existence of vegetation or inhabitants in other planets rather than Earth? Over. Jodie, it's hard to, to say whether there's proof or not. There's a lot of different facts that we're considering to show whether we have seen whether Mars and other planets like it have had uh, life on them. I am confident that we will be finding out that we are not alone, but so far, no hard evidence that is clear to everyone. Over. Another unique aspect of this RS contact was that for the very first time, the contact was broadcast live via amateur digital television. The output via the VK3 RTV television repeater on Mount Dandenong and streamed live to the internet via the British amateur television group BATV Gateway. Many complimentary reports were received from local and overseas viewers. Uh, look, I think the students did a fantastic job. I think they need to be given a big round of applause. It's very hard to stand up and actually do this, and they did an amazing job. So, well done. And we have some special certificates for these students tonight. Many people to thank for this one. We certainly do thank astronaut Catherine, KC5ZTH, Larry, WD8KUJ, John, AG9D, and Kenneth, N5VHO in the US, it was Robert, VK3DN, Jack, VK3, Whiskey, 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 Mitch, VK3CH, they handled the transmission on ATV, Tony, VK5ZAI, Australian RS coordinator, and of course, Melissa DePravio, the student's teacher at Preston Northeast Primary School, for making the link up a success for the students on that evening. RS is now approaching 600 schools worldwide who have spoken live to the International Space Station. RSC Energia has informed NASA deployment of RS-1 will be during RSC EVA-29 and it's currently not scheduled until July 2011. However, the Russian Federal Space Agency reports that RSAT-1 will be activated April 12 on 145.95 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the first human space flight. What's being termed as an innovative new radio telescope array is now under construction in central New Mexico, one that will eventually harness the power of more than 13,000 antennas and provide a fresh eye to the sky. The antenna farm will form what is being called the Long Wavelength Array. This is a radio telescope designed to survey the sky from horizon to horizon over a range of frequency in the HF spectrum from 20 to 80 megahertz. Worldwide special interest groups, internet, the hams domain, and don't forget VK1WIA, we are on Twitter. Now, this ham radio-specific site, Ham Radio Nation, is a social networking site, sort of akin to Facebook and such, but specifically for ham radio. It has loads of things to do, along with meeting lots of other hams like blogging, forums, awards programs, classified ads, propagation info, an always current contest calendar, chat rooms, product reviews, and more. As they say, do yourself a favour, check it out, and you can find it at hamradionation.com. And Ham Radio Nation is all one word. In radio scouting, worldwide special interest groups, Ham Radio, ARRL, and they tie the knot in a memorandum of understanding. The ARRL and the Boy Scouts of America have joined forces and have become more involved in radio communication. As part of this strategic alliance, the Boy Scouts of America will encourage scouts and scouters to become familiar with opportunities for public and community service and will foster learning and personal growth through involvement in amateur radio. This is VK1 WIA, 
All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au Yes, a quick look at Rewind and the Currajong Radio Museum. So you're listening in the Gosford area this weekend? Don't forget to visit the Currajong Radio Museum display at the Wyong Field Day. This year the display will be all about VK2 amateur radio history. Have you ever wondered who the earlier hams were, what their call signs were or where they lived? Data will be on show covering the period 1911 to 1961. You may even find earlier holders of your call sign. Limited copies of the data will also be available on CD at the field day and later at the museum. Also on show will be a selection of photographs from the Pierce Healy collection, this time featuring activities at Dural around 1960. There's also a great photo of the 809 tent, but they weren't selling valves. 809, now I know that 807 was beer. I know it's those VK2 yuppies again, 809 must have been the Chardonnay tent. Now, perhaps you could help in naming the young lad assisting in erecting a VHF antenna. He assures me he no longer looks like that. Please call in and say hello, and particularly say good day to Ian O'Toole, VK2ZIO, the Currajong Radio Museum curator. As we leave you, on the social scene, of course, VK2 this weekend, Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Hamfest, and in VK3, the Yarra Valley Hamfest. March 13 in VK3 is EMDRC's White Elephant Sale at Heathmont, March 20, VK7, Meet the Voice Barbecue at Ross Caravan Park. April 2-3 to 3 in VK4, Bunya Mountains and District Amcom and Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club Somerset Dam Campout. April 9 in VK6, Hills Amateur Radio Group's Hargfest at the Club Rooms, Les Murdy. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Thanks for listening and walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.